Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Guitar Nerds is sponsored by Music Nomad, our favorite guitar maintenance tool manufacturing masters. You should check them out on musicnomadcare.com or on social media with at musicnomadcare. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one most hungover guitar podcast in the world. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Matt Knight. Oh, the Frenchman. (laughs) And Jay Cross. Hi, Joe and Matt and everyone listening. Great to be here. It is indeed great to be here. Welcome, dear listener. Welcome to another episode, the sixth episode in season three of the Guitar Nerds podcast. It is the day after a three day long. Well, it's the day after a two day long stag do for Matt Knight. Congratulations, Matt Knight. We made it. And birthday. And birthday. It's like like the double whammy. Um, Yeah. It was always going to go downhill. Yeah. and and you know you know us boys you know we hadn't we hadn't hung out properly together as a team since September 2020. So, 2020, you know. yeah, nearly 18 months since the four of us, as in the three of us and uh, old father time himself, um, were all all in the room together. So well, I mean, actually, we weren't even in a room last time. We were on the beach. On the beach. But yeah, uh, beach. yeah it was great to. I got a really nice picture of the four of us actually that I've been meaning to send oh, yeah. to a lot of you and, that, that uh, would be great i might put it in the discord just so people can be like oh, hello yeah. we're still alive <laughs> yeah and, I'll put um, it in the discord and I'll, I'll put that in the in the in the guitar Nets facebook group as well okay if you think the normal people deserve that oh i, I see i see you're making it exclusive oh i like it i like it i mean you know whatever i don't, I don't really care but uh <laughs> it was it was great fun it was great to great to see you great to celebrate um matty in all ways big and small we did some great stuff. We did. We did. We did. We did. We, it was, we, oh, sorry, go on. I'm, I was going to say, I don't know, well, maybe you were going to talk this, Jay, but, you know, also as a team, nice little escape room. We yeah, did. I, we I was es- going to cover it. We escaped. Uh, I, none of us had ever done an escape room before. So it was the, it was the four of us and uh, also friend of the podcast, Alex Davies, from uh, who, if you've ever been into GAC, you almost certainly would recognise. Absolute legend uh, uh, among men. And uh, he, there was the, the five of us, and we smashed through the escape room in what we were told was almost record time. Oh, almost, um, yeah. Despite 45. the fact that none of us had ever done one before. So I uh, thought that was very, I, very good. Not only had none of us ever done one before, also we were all handcuffed together in yeah. a circle. <laughs> We've done that before. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a part of the escape room. That was just how we turned yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was, the, that was the hangover from the night before. Couldn't yeah, we'd lost the key. The key. Uh, one of us sea. had swallowed it. Yeah, it was, yeah. uh, was going to yeah. take some time. Yeah. But it was, uh, it, it, was, was it was great fun. Hope you had fun, Matty. I did. It was fantastic, you know, and, and not so much guitar talk, um, you know, so... Yeah, like I said, it was fantastic. Yeah, I mean. it was fantastic, yeah. Um, but no, it was great. It was great to see everyone. Loads of other people that I hadn't seen, um, even people that I've worked with that I hadn't seen for sort of 18 months plus. And just good to, uh, you know, enter 35 in style. Yes, um, you certainly, certainly, oh, you're so young, 35. I know, I know, it's, uh, you know, it's got some some youthful looks to me. But yeah, no, <laughs> it was um, it was really good. Then came home and got my birthday present of a uh, giant uh, terrarium. So I'm going to build one of them. What's now that gonna, then? Were you going to keep pedals in there? Yeah, yeah, or terrarium, terrarium, terrarium. What, for like... You know, the, the big oh, glass bowls that you, you, you seal, you put loads of plants in them, little right. plants, yeah. you seal it, create its own little ecosystem, never have to oh, water Oh, very it. cool. Oh, you, oh, okay, very cool, very cool. Yeah, 
So I'm going to make make one of those this week. You know, it's a giant desk toy, basically. Nice. No, that sounds that sounds great. Um, but it was, uh, you know, we, we had more podcast hosts there as well. Mikey Demas was there. He was indeed. It was lovely to see him. Lovely to hang out with him on the on the on day two. Yeah, it was the uh, the Beatmeister General, Mister Simon Love, also a previous uh, employee, the man, the legend, um, and fantastic guitarist Alex, Alex Hutchings was also there. Indeed, I, and, I bent uh, his ear off on the first <clears throat> night about uh, Ethio Jazz. We were having a proper sort of Ethio Jazz. <laughs> discussion it was uh, it was the only thing that i'd allowed you also, to be played you you, you also uh drank eight espresso martinis between the two of you over dinner yeah. Even before yeah. we got to the cocktail bar you had had eight espresso martinis between the two of you so it, yeah you know was, uh, uh it's hardly surprising that you felt rubbish on day two and you know the sensible the sensible boys around us aka literally only me um felt felt fine the next day but then I felt absolutely horrendous yesterday. So, you know, well, we, um, I thought you did a fantastic day of day two, Jay Cross. You were definitely the king of day two and, uh, and you know, day, day one. Yes. Yeah, so I didn't, well, for me, it was all day one because I didn't go to bed in between day one yeah. and day two. So <laughs> yeah, for me, that was, uh, that was my, my fault as well. I think as well, definitely, definitely felt the, uh, no sleep till Brooklyn, um, between, between the two. Yeah, but it was great made. fun. It was, it was uh, good, good crack. It was, it was indeed. It was good. It was good, and we've made it. I can't <clears> believe <throat> I've got both of you on the podcast today as well. I didn't know how, how this was going to go. I didn't know if I'd still be dry heaving into a toilet. So this is great. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is more than I could have hoped for. But let's uh, let's talk about some uh, let's talk about some guitar stuff because Matt, you've you've actually been sending you you keep finding these great little companies on instagram at the moment i, I used to love doing that like hunting through instagram it's such a great place to find all these weird little luthier builders mm. um but yeah you, you sent a couple to us uh, this week who i, I want to talk about both of them because they're so brilliant quite different but both absolutely brilliant the first one was uh, uh sorokin guitars i think it's uh, i think sorokin sorokin maybe that's the, the sorokin uh, and a rolling out of uh, mm. out of Edmonton in uh, in Canada, um, and yeah, look absolutely lovely. Very very new brand by uh, by by the looks of things. I think so. Yeah, uh, the Instagram algorithm really uh, really kicking at the last couple of weeks in terms of like, oh, you should check out this brand, and then you should check out this. Oh, and you know, mainly just seeing pictures of cool guitars and then going, oh, this brand's only got like a thousand you know followers on instagram and they're absolutely you know making some amazing stuff um <clears throat> so this one actually i'm looking at the brands now the first guitar they made was actually for joey landreth i'm sure most of the listeners will know like fantastic sort of blues and slide guitar player um but they basically have one model called the plumer uh, P-L-U-M-A, the That's Pluma Junior, uh, which is basically their take on a Les Paul Junior. It's sort of like they've got the essence of a Les Paul shape, but it's slightly offsetty. Yes, yeah, slightly offset on the upper part of the body. Still, still rounded and normal at the at, at the bottom. But yeah, just a that's that's well put. A slightly more offset edge to the top horn. Yeah, and uh, the one they're finished here, uh, which is on their website, is in sort of like a heather mist. Um, just absolutely sort of pink, perfect pinky purple sort of finish, which is nicely relict as well. And uh, looking at the specs, I mean, a ridiculous specs. One piece. Uh, Honduran mahogany neck and body, uh, hot hide glue restoration or construct. Sorry, hot hide glue construction throughout. So obviously, sort of very vintage, correct? Brazilian rosewood fingerboard, celluloid nitrate dot inlays, 1950s correct angled headstock, 1950s style action period correct um, nylon nut. So it's kind of very much full vintage, but with a much more well, just a slightly modern sort of twist yeah. to the body shape. But I think, uh, no idea on price, but this guitar looks absolutely banging. Beautiful. A lovely, like, tiger eye taut guard on there. The lacquer checking. Yeah, the guard, is, the is guard's gorgeous. fantastic. That, like, tiger eye finish is just, it's wicked in it. That's always really good. Yeah. But, uh, does it say anywhere what, what pickups they've gone for? Because, of course, dear listeners, <clears> it's just going to be a single P90 in the bridge. 
Um, I, I don't know if they wind their own or if they... Uh, oh, uh, oh, it says it here. Sanford Magnetics Custom Wound SS90. So Sanford mm. Magnetics. Not a brand I've come across, but I don't know how much Canadian stuff we do come across, um, to be honest. Um, I, yeah, I'll, I, I I'll, I'll, I'll take lots, a little note. a lot of people out there. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. <laughs> quite a lot of brands out there. <laughs> There's quite a lot of people in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> no, well. There is, but it's also an absolutely monstrous country. So, you know, they're quite spread out. You mean um, big, not like literally full of monsters, I should Oh, no, it's full of monsters. <laughs> um, I've just gone to this uh, Sanford Magnets. And, um, yeah. you know, before we talk about the pickups, you scroll down, some links, contact, pictures of my dog. So you click on that. Yes. Some, uh, some pictures of some dogs. That's what you want. That's That's what I want. Um, oh no we couldn't find the page we're looking for i thought it loaded up some dog ear p90s which i thought would have been a fantastic joke um (laughs) but uh yeah this brand looks good we'll have to talk about them some other time crafted pickups wound one coil at a time plain enamel wire alnico magnets always using the best materials available made on the east coast of canadia yeah Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. But yes, going back to Sorokin, so Sorokin uh, guitars. Um, I've just gone on his website. He's like, do you take custom orders? He's like, nope, I build whatever I like. Oh, that's very cool. So I like that. Um, and yeah, it seems to have kind of made a few of these sort of Les Paul Juniors. Got a cool double cut on, uh, on Does his, he? his Instagram as well. Yeah, if you scroll oh. down a little way back, he's got a cool double cut. And I also think he did. Oh, yes. Uh, it does. It did a bit of a restoration product uh, project on an original fifty-two. Uh, it looks like he's kind of made a Les Paul Junior in all gold sparkle at some point. So uh, very cool. Yeah, definitely a very very cool brand to check out. Unfortunately, won't be able to go and custom order one, but you can certainly ogle at the lovely pictures. That is yes, exactly. That is quite what you can do. So yes, uh, SorokinGuitars uh, dot com, or just find them under that under one word on Instagram. Very lovely, very lovely guitars, dear listener. You need to check them out. Now the other brand that you you came across, slightly more substantial in their uh, in their catalog, I guess, and, and more developed in that sense. Bunting guitars which is a great name i'm into bunting guitars as a name and again you can find that one word on instagram they've got quite a lot of stuff um but their um their their website and they also have like a a store as well um buntingguitars.com it's very cool there are a lot of uh, a lot of models let me let me read you the uh, the story so bunting guitars is a labor of love fo- that focuses on creating uh, I'll, I'll read it from their perspective bunting guitars is a labor of love which focuses Ooh. on creating our vision of electric guitars and basses these are passionately handcrafted by six hard-working hands He's got six hands. <laughs> <laughs> One instrument at a time at Bunting's rural workshop in Israel. 
Um, but yeah, they they, uh, they look absolutely fantastic. The team look lovely. I love their little uh, about them page. Each each builder's got their own little profile. Um, all three of them, and yeah, the the range of guitars themselves. Ooh, they are there are some lovely ones. Um, what what stood out for you, Matty? Well, you know, I can't I can't deny that I don't like the Melody Queen T, which is a kind of telemaster type thing um you know slightly different scratch plate uh they've got a particular picture of just like a p90 and a single core sort of configuration looks really cool but actually the the first guitar that i saw on their website was actually the the willow um because it had that kind of um we talked a lot i think a couple weeks ago about grez guitars and Mm. um you know that kind of 50s sort of vibe you know the kind of slightly gretchy old harmony-esque that sort of yeah reminds me of the kind of stuff that you would have found in woolworths in the 1960s but you know, it has this just sort of a, a great vibe about it. The particular one they've got here, it's got the really nice sort of, is it a Florentine bridge? Is that what you call it? Sort of the one that's sort of connected to the strap button at the base. Uh, yeah. Then like a tunomatic uh, bridge sat on a sort of wooden block. And then you've got some sort of chunky sort of uh, telly... Um, diner style. Yeah, um, diner style pickups. And then a really nice offset three-a-side headstock with the vintage tuners. Lovely. Just a really, really cool. So totally set, well, semi-hollow. Um, you know, so I just think that's just a great little guitar that's just very different. There aren't many people that would attempt to go out there and do that in in terms of a uh, in terms of a design. You know, people do follow a sort of slightly more tradition, and they've gone for something a little bit different, which I really like. Hello and welcome back to One Hot Minute, a new segment where each week I'll take a minute of your podcast listening time to demo a piece of gear that I'm excited about. Last week and this week, I'm talking about the KMA Chief Disruptor, which is KMA's brand new Swiss Army knife, big muff style fuzz. I I really love how much they've packed into this fuzz while still keeping the origins of a, a traditional style fuzz effect it, you know that it has a, a controllable eq having having being able to push your mids on a separate button i think all of these are fantastic things the voicings being able to switch between like a tight a heavy and a traditional voicing it's, you know it's three big muff style pedals there without it being you know maybe quite so much as jhs have done recently with the pack rat and the and the bonsai tube screamer it's like this is this version of this pedal this is that version this is just three sort of global types ish you know big muff ish sounds and they've added an eq and They've added the mids being pushable, but most of all, most of all, my favourite thing, it's very simple, but I think it's very important, there's a clean blend. And the clean blend for me is a really big deal because it means that I can I can really push the pedal and kind of maintain a little bit more note clarity than you than you maybe get with a you know, with a conventional big muff. And last week I showed you how much I could, you know, I was only using the actual fuzz effect as touch and the rest of it was loads of clean blend and then sort of pushing things through the, um, through the separate mid, uh, boost foot switch. And that, that was fantastic because I could show you how I could almost use this as a really dynamic, versatile drive pedal. But this week, I want to show you how, thanks to having the clean blend in there, I can absolutely max out the fuzz on this pedal, on the on the heavy preset. Last time, I think I used the traditional uh, preset. This time, I'm going to use the heavy one. I just want to show you just how much fuzz and sustain and big muff style effect I can get and still maintain enough clarity that you can kind of hear what I'm doing. So for this, I'm playing a little piece here. I put some drums in the background and there's a couple of guitars going. I'm playing, I'm only playing Matt's Shell Pink Squire Bass 6 um, just on the bridge pickup with the bass cut on. And there is there is no room for a bass guitar in this. There is so much low end and so much fuzzy low end coming from partnering something like a bass six, you know, and, and you can achieve something similar with a drop team guitar or a baritone guitar, but it's just to demonstrate just how well the Chief Disruptor deals with low end and, uh, and just what an incredible pedal the KMA Chief Disruptor can be for this sort of time.
definitely feel like bunting guitars kind of consistently across their range. They seem to have really nailed um, new shapes, but look absolutely classic. You know, they they don't even look like modern takes on on old shapes. They they really do look like old guitars. Um, the, yeah, the, the attention to detail on the finishing, the light relicking on some of them is is incredible. Um, yeah, they um, they even have a uh, where is it? I've, I literally just had it up. Um, the Alice EP, which is basically a kind of a Les Paul Junior, but it's a bolt on neck with a Tele bridge, um, which I thought was quite cool. It's like a through hole bridge. Yeah, um, that is, like, that's very very lovely. I hadn't checked that one out yet. That's uh, that's a very gorgeous guitar. Reminds me of that. Was it the Court that we were talking about? Was it Sunset? or something like that yeah yeah it's almost the, because the alice there's the alice ep and the alice the alice has actually got a real harmony juno sort of vibe about it um which i think is is very very cool um so you've got a sort of mini neck humbucker telly bridge volume tone but the vo- only the volume is on like a tiny les paul jr-esque scratch plate um which i thought was very cool um yeah, it seems to use spruce or cedar, Bosnian maple for all the necks. Um, and that particular one, the Alice, is also short scale, which I think looks very, very cool. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, the, the one that stood out for me was actually the Jackal, which uh, they call it uh, a versatile rock guitar inspired by their fond memories of 80s rock. It combines the best of what they love in classic double-cut guitars. They took the unrivaled rock tone combination of humbucker and P90 pickups on a Spanish cedar body and mixed it with a classic S-style uh, contour uh, and versatility. But for me, it, it didn't. It, it's, it screams sort of 60s Italian to me more than it does like 80s rock. But um, really cool, really interesting, almost SG-esque upper horns, but with like a gorgeous uh, kind of like Ibanez... Um, roadstar style headstock or maybe fender starcaster style um headstock and you know the the example they have um what did they say the uh the the body was yeah so spanish cedar mm, i wonder if the picture they have is spanish cedar i guess it must be it's got a very mahogany-esque grain to it the the cedar in the image with a lovely sort of just antique lacquer um over the wood on the top so that sort of orangey look and a lovely torque guard excellent excellent kind of relicking on the uh on the pick on like tarnishing on the hardware and pickups as well it just really looks like a properly road-worn instrument mm. into it a- absolutely but uh, yeah just just went on their quote form and some some nice options uh you know and of course when you get to finishes you like right Okay, what pink do they have? They call it bazooka pink. <laughs> bazooka right. pink. Bazooka. Wow. Bazooka pink. Um, so yeah, I guess you know you can have spruce or older body, rosewood or maple fretboard. You know, sort of normal stuff. Um, but I like the idea of yeah, they've got like a really high output broadcaster pickup, uh, different neck profiles, different neck flames, and different aging finishes as well. So very. Very cool. Yeah, Why don't they have cool. more money? $3,250. That is for, yeah, that's their custom builds and kind of where they start. They do, however, have a shop where they sell some of their pre-made models, um, which include, at the moment, they've got two. They've got an Alva P, which is their sort of traditional precision-style base with that more, um, uh, I guess, that sort of uh, the the telebase style um scratch plate so it sort of angles down the body um you know a bit mike durnt signature model-esque and and you know big discounts on the stuff that they're actually selling um on on the shop and the other one the guitar more excitingly is their spyro um and i think the the serial numbers are just when they make any instrument so their 105th model the spyro up at 2600 dollars and it looks absolutely lovely. It's kind of their sort of their single cut offset with two lovely uh, aged P90s in there. Oh, 10 inch radius on that neck. Yeah, everything about this is great. Um, yeah. 
And uh, I've, I just thought I'd just have a quick look because a couple of videos popped up on there. So you can actually, I think one of their dealers in the UK, which is a shop that I've still not been to, um, and definitely worth a visit because they just have a crazy level of high-end stuff, is the North American Guitar Company in oh. uh, in London. And, Isn't it just uh, called the North American Guitar? Oh, so it is, the North American Guitar. Yeah. Um, but they have a few models on there. They actually have a Jackal in red, but they also have a couple of the Melody Queens, uh, one with a Bigsby and one with a Hardtail about 2800 really um, that's that's less than i expected them to be after all the importy charges yeah, and they, things like that they also have uh maybe we could do this in the patreon but they've also got some 50 strats original 50 strats uh and possibly the weirdest guitar i've ever seen which is an alembic an alembic darling um just just weird yeah, maybe we should talk about this some other time because I think you get lost on this website. But yeah, North oh American gosh. Guitar wow. has Just some stuff. Just looking at that Alembic, that is, that is truly something, isn't it? It, it truly is. They also have some Tuffle guitars on there. Tuffle made the this bird Alembic, so, Sorry, I know we're going to talk about this later, but this Alembic looks like it's been made out of skulls. Like... <laughs> I, I'm not looking at it, so I have no I, idea I assume, what that I assume means. It, I assume it's not made out of skulls, but that's what it looks like. <laughs> it's like absolutely bonkers. Bits of skulls, or like several skulls, sort of like roped together, like the predator sort of carries. Uh yeah, like that. It's like a mixture of skulls. Right. This okay. is the the. <laughs> the it's made out of the uh, skulls of the people who were not worthy enough to play the guitar. I reckon is uh, see, is is what the deal That's is. That's how it goes down. Yeah. Wow. The little uh, heart at the bottom's nice as well. Yeah. We should we should talk about this later. It looks good. Okay. Looks good. Okay. We 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 will do. We'll know. Uh, we'll, we'll discuss that. But yes. Um. Yeah. So you know. Thanks, Matt. The great shouts this week. And dear listener, if you do come across any brands you think we should be talking about, uh, you know, get in touch because yeah, Sorokin and Bunting guitars, absolutely fantastic. Right up. Right up our street as well, both brands, and always lovely to discover new new companies, Canada and Israel. Then this week, we'll see what we see what we come up with. Yeah, uh, very cool. Come up with next week, and then you know, Matt. There was something else. I, I, I'm sure. I think it was you that sent me um, uh, sent me this this next thing we're going to talk about about uh, Matthias Chow and and his art on guitars. But you weren't the first person to do that. Someone got in touch with us on Instagram and was just like, you need to, you should be talking about this dude. And, uh, and then, you know, I was like, oh yeah, they're cool. Looked at them a bit, but I think I was in a rush and I sort of forgot about it. And then you messaged me as well. And we're like, these look great. And I I was surprised to, you know, to be contacted twice in a short space of time about something (laughs) as oddball as this. Um, but yeah, they look absolutely fantastic. How do we describe what Matthias Chow does? He's uh, actually, I, I guess I could read his about. Um, so he is a Toronto based artist. He's an illustrator and fine art painter who's seeking to find and celebrate the performances um, of both practices. Also, he's a guitar nerd who draws and paints guitars as a side project. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. That's trademarked. You can't use he, that. He, he has not used the TM next to Guitar Nerd. So, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'd get in uh, get in here quick, listener, if you're going to buy them, because we're going to sue him. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> down to the ground. Exactly. His payment will be custom-painted guitars <laughs> just for us. But, yeah, I, I, I came across these on, it, on Instagram and was instantly like, they just they just look amazing the artwork is just it's i've seen people paint guitars before and just been a bit like yeah bit bit average but this is just like everyone i'm like these are cool they're just really just great colors you know great images there's lots of cats there's lots of pokemon which is exactly what i want um yeah it's just these are just absolutely amazing and annoyingly doesn't look like you can buy any of them. Guitar nerds are teaming up with Music Nomad, and I, I really think, nerds, you need to check out musicnomadcare.com. We've spoken about all their wonderful guitar maintenance products on the podcast, and, and I really can't emphasize how important it is to look after your gear and how easy Music Nomad make that for you with things like their, their how-to advice center and their setup hub. 
Music Nomad had been around for a little over 10 years and in that time they've become one of the most recognised brands for guitar tech gear. They're available worldwide in every guitar store you can think to name and it's for a good reason. All their products are professional grade quality. Every tool and even the cases the tools come in are designed for proper, rugged, on-the-road use. Make sure you check out what all the buzz is around Music Nomad as they are redefining and raising the bar for equipment care. Learn more at musicnomadcare.com or follow them on social media with at musicnomadcare. <laughs> the, all the ones on his website are sold, I think. He only lists the, the, the sold ones. I guess he takes commissions and, and does them. What, I mean, what I really like about these is that they're, well, they're all so good, but they're, they, they're, all, they're quite... Uh, they're quite comprehensive. They're quite broad. You know, he's he's certainly got the fun, like cartoony Pokemon style ones, and there are some. They they are very well drawn. Like I I don't know enough about Pokemon, but like Jay, you were saying before that they're a themed. He's doing one where it's all fairy types or psychic types. Yeah, uh, in, yeah, yeah. in one um, which is which is super cool. And then you know, like so he's focusing there's a, on. There's a fight between a couple of the legendary birds there. Um, it's very cool it's obviously it's thought through those pokemon yeah yeah definitely but then he also does kind of more um uh, i don't want to use the word serious because the pokemon ones look fantastic more uh um i don't know illustration e less cartoony um ones as well often with cats so you know i'm very interested in that as as are the as are the other nerds and and you know there's uh it looks like some uh, like the Japanese fish style images mm. on there, some cool landscapes, amazing flowers. His floral stuff is all really beautiful and doesn't stick to a color type either. They're they're quite broad in that sense. There's lots and lots of different stuff there. Yeah, clearly a very, very, very talented artist. Very, very talented artist. And uh, it's interesting because like, I, I can't imagine that it's particularly easy to transfer your skills from being a um you know someone who paints on paper or something 2d to moving to uh, a medium like painting on the guitars because there's obviously so much other stuff that goes on with guitars you know you look at some of the ones that are finished here you've you've got i'm looking specifically now at the uh there's one about halfway down the page with um uh with a uh the butterfly that which is a butterfree um pokemon on it and you know you've got the and this is actually kind of what most of them have is that the main body of the art is up on like the top left hand corner of the guitar and then the rest of it is kind of like scene setting i guess um that's where when you look at most of these that's where the uh the focus is as opposed to being in the middle which is what you would expect from from most uh you know drawings or paintings or or pieces of art or whatever but it's uh it's really interesting it's really there's some really really cool stuff there i like it a lot i wish uh as of us doing it today his latest instagram post is basically a bunch of uh cherry blossom on sort of like a black ish guitar body then he turns it over and then there's just a picture a great picture of a cat on the back of it and i'm like how do i buy this how do i buy this amazing amazing guitar body uh, yeah just wicked i think it's, it, it's really well done yeah re- really well done he, re- like very professional grade and he calls it the kitty caster version six <laughs> lovely Love hand it. painted with acrylic marker and ink coated with spray max 2k clear glamour uh wow. so yeah. I've, I've just clicked over onto the shop and some of these have been sold as just bodies yeah, a lot of them are, I think. Um, yeah, and they're not hugely expensive. I mean, you're looking oh, where's at... where's the shop? I could... Oh, yeah. Uh, across the top, 400 Canadian dollars, I guess that is. Um, is that like a fiver? Yeah. <laughs> Canadian dollars in pounds is 230 quid. So, you Absolute know... Absolute bargain. Yeah, there's some... For, for If you're getting a, like, you know, a really nice piece of art there... That's um, that's cool. There's some good stuff on here. I'm gonna have to keep an eye out on this. See if there's uh, see if see if any of the uh, any of the ones that I like come up, and we'll we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah, very very cool, and and a good broad range of guitars. It's like a PRS style body on there. A lot of tellies, I guess, having the sort of flat. It's easy, top. isn't it? It's like yeah. well, but also <laughs> there's you know they're, they're they're so modular that it's uh, I guess so. Yeah, makes sense. Mm. 
Yeah, it's yeah, it's, you know, it's versatile in that sense. But you know, yeah. the the flat top definitely helps. And there's not a lot going on on a telly. You know, not a lot of bits that are cut out and stuff. Uh, TL and, style, as yeah, the sorry, as yes. this website lists it's them. Tall style, yeah. Yes, but um, <laughs> but really cool. I, I, although my favourite is the Epiphone SL, the Pikachu Epiphone SL that he's done. Extremely cool, extremely cool. Dear listener, you have to check them out. They're very good. And commission yourself some cool art on a guitar. Why not? It's it's relatively affordable in comparison to just buying an ordinary guitar body. It's, it's not that much more. Um, Matthias Chow underscore art um, on Instagram. Uh, yes, it's uh, it's it's wicked. Um, go and have Indeed. go and have a look. It's just now going to get inundated with people for, who listen to this podcast being like, "Can you paint like?" some sort of cat on a pink telly body <laughs> it's like i can't paint that quick um but yeah have to keep an eye on his website hopefully some come up for sale hmm. yes yes indeed absolutely now you know you know this uh this this week was before we went off on our on our big uh gallivanting uh stag do i was i was playing a, a whole bunch of guitar and uh i've been I've been making these little real things on Instagram and I've been trying to think of interesting uh, sounds to make um, with effects pedals. And I sort of accidentally happened across um, a, a way of doing things, which, you know, actually someone commented and said, oh, yeah, I, I do that. And it's, it just never seemed obvious to me. But using the, the Game Changer Plus pedal... And running that first in the chain, so running that into other things, especially like fuzzes, um, that works really well. Because the Game Changer Plus pedal is such an interesting versatile pedal. Because of course you can have it, you can have it mixing. You know, listener, if you if you're not aware of what it is, uh, how would you describe it, Matt? Like it's like a freeze pedal. Yeah, but it uses a piano sustain style um, function for the sustain so rather than like the classic electroharmonics freeze where it's sort of a little bit more like stepping on a, a normal pedal yeah um yeah this uses almost like how you would sustain a piano yeah so you can you can use it in an expression sense and it can grab hold of that frozen note and then yeah you can swell it in essentially and you can you can mix that so you can be playing ordinary guitar that's that's passing through the pedal and then as you use that expression pedal you're bringing in an amount of that frozen note either sort of loudly quietly or uh, you know you're slowly swelling it in underneath everything else that you're playing or you can split it so you can use it almost like an like a traditional expression pedal where you know your audio might be completely cut so like you would do with a volume roll or something like that but rather than just bringing in the note that's being played it's this incredible sustaining frozen version of of whatever you've played and that's great because you get this lovely uh, sort of ethereal reverb when it's on the end of the chain which is where I've always used it but it's really interesting when you start running it into things. So using that as your bass sound and then affecting it with things like fuzzes. I did find when I was using it with fuzzes, it had to be a fuzz that could work dynamically. You know how some fuzzes are either like, um, you know, this this is not loud enough for the fuzz effect to be here. And now it has reached the loudness point. It has a little step up into it and it sort of removes everything that the plus pedal does. But use it with a dynamic fuzz pedal. I was getting some I was getting some great tones out of it. Some great like proper Vangelisy synthness to it. But um it's a really interesting pedal. Matt, do you have one? I do. And I was going to say, I'm sure we spoke about this a, a bit before on a, on a previous pod when you first put the, the reel up with the HM2. And um, whether I said it all the time, one thing is definitely that the way that I use mine uh, when I sort of um, when I sort of dig it out is running a, a kind of reverb. I was using the uh, old Blood Noise Minim in the effects loop because the effects loop only affects the frozen sound you know the, the captured sound of the plus pedal uh-huh. and if you set the the trails of the plus pedal to like maximum obviously you can get these kind of like infinite held notes but then you can manipulate it with the reverb and especially something like the minimum that then allows you to do like reverse and things like that you can kind of get some really kind of cool ethereal um ethereal sounds out of it but it's yes it's interesting where you place it in the in the chain because placing it 
first, obviously, you've then got like this constant distorted note if you put a fuzz pedal on. Um, but you know, placing it, you know, after re- I didn't realize you tried yours like uh, at the end of a chain to kind of almost work like a bit of a a bit of a reverb, which I thought was quite a cool yeah, idea that, as well. That that was I thought what it was intended for initially. That was kind of what I was using. Like uh, at the time, I, I was playing this like. Uh, just this little project with my with my partner Emma, where you know, where it was just it was just her singing with some piano, and I was just playing one guitar, and it made a nice it was a nice way of filling some stuff out, you know, underneath everything by just having it at the end of the chain and using it quite subtly, just so you've got some sort of in key, you you know noise drone sort of thing running along with inky noise that real octopus tone that real octopus yeah yeah, real yes yes exactly what i was going for there but uh but yeah it's i i thought that was what it was intended for i never thought putting it around this way but it seems like i feel like maybe i've missed a trick with this pedal for because it's been around for like five years now yeah yeah literally yeah i think yeah nam my first nam was january 2017 and I think that was the first them. They were, were there on their mate stand who also sold trumpets. Um, and look how far they've come. It's been amazing. And actually, I did see a post the other day about the, on a side note, but about the same brand, was the Bigsby. Did that ever yeah. materialise? I, I don't remember ever seeing we, I, it. I saw it at NAM 2020 uh, and had a brief go, and it was very fun. But I don't think... I don't, I don't know that it actually ever came out. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know if it has landed yet. It's certainly front and centre of the Game Changer Audio website. You know, the Bigsby pedal, a revolutionary polyphonic pitch-shifting pedal created in cooperation with Fender Musical Instrument Co. And you can learn more about it. I mean, coming soon. it still says coming soon. Yeah. So, you know. I don't know, I mean, but they, they definitely had a prototype in 20, early 2020 because they yeah. had it at, the, at their... Um, uh, at their booth at NAM, um, and I tried it and thought it was wicked. Thought it was really fun, and uh, yeah, I, I didn't get much that year. I didn't get much chance to to do much walking around, but I did go there. And uh, I have to say, and I, I'm, I know that you guys have spent a bit more time with them than than I have, but uh, I thought all of the people from Game Changer were absolutely fantastic. Like really, really lovely. Um, really, yeah, really, really nice people. They are, they are amazing people. Spent a lot of time talking to those uh, those guys and that team. It's just a team of just genius engineers, basically. Yeah. Um, well, and a I brand. Still, sorry, go on. I was going to say, I've still not tried the light pedal, which obviously came out hmm. sort of beginning of uh, a beginning of the bad times. So, the not world's had a first to analog optical spring reverb system. How does the light pedal work? Because this is the thing. They're a company that wasn't that twenty nineteen. Sorry, Matty. Was it twenty nineteen? I thought I it was the beginning so. of twenty twenty. No, I I think they announced it. At, I think they just announced it at NAM, and everyone was like, "Wow, what is it?" I I, I could be wrong, but I th- I thought that that came out a, a bit earlier than you think because the but, Bigsby was the one that was announced. Yeah. The most recently announced one. I think potentially Jay's right because, of course, they, they led with the plus pedal. That was the one that the, originally it was called just the plus. It was called the, the website was called the plus pedal. Yeah, exactly. Or the, the company game, was called the plus pedal. Yeah. Game Changer came later as a name, but they certainly led with that one. They followed up with the plasma pedal. Yeah, the fuzz. So that was the the fuzz that passes that creates a fuzz tone by passing the signal through a little lightning bolt. So it's as unstable as that. Which they then followed up with the plasma coil, which they did with Jack White and Third Man Records. The plasma drive was the same thing in Eurorack, and then I guess yeah, the light was the next thing. Um, which I still don't fully understand how that <laughs> works, but um. But yes, but you don't need p- to. <laughs> but you yes. don't need to because they, no. they they know how it works. And uh... oh, I just clicked on it, and it literally at the top of the page says how it works. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. good. Okay, good Wonderful. stuff. Uh, yeah, so so how it works is the incoming audio signal is converted into mechanical vibrations by an input transducer, a spring exciter, um, and a similar transducer is used at the output stage to convert the spring vibrations back into audio signal. Due to the spring's elasticity, 
even a short impulse can cause extended vibrations. This is how the traditional reverb effect is achieved. Plate reverbs use the same principle to excite large resonant sheets of metal. However, due to energy um, dissipation, by the time vibrations travel along the length of the springs and reach the output transducer, most of the harmonic contact of the input signal is lost and the output is mostly composed of the spring's own resonant frequencies. This is why all spring reverbs have a particular sound. Ooh, mm-hmm. there you go. Interesting. Very interesting. Still don't understand how it works. <laughs> no idea. No idea. What, so I don't know what I was saying there. It's just gibberish. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to try that one out. And, yeah, see, see what happens with the big speed pedal as well. But it must be tough working for Game Changer, because you can't just be like, what should we release next? A chorus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a drive? Oh, we've got, some, we've got some bucket brigade chips. Should we make a delay? Like, oh, can't, you, you, you know can't just do that. Needs, uh, you know what the world needs? Another tube screamer. You know, they, yeah, they, that's, what they're, that's how they're changing the game. <laughs> you know, you've just really released. set yourself up, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. They're, uh, they've, they've, they've set a level they need to keep up with now, which is, uh, I'd imagine, is, is the source of many headaches. Yeah. Yeah, why did, I bet they're, they're sat there thinking, why don't we just call our company Game? You know, <laughs> Game Player. Game Player Audio. That's what we should have called our company. <laughs> some. Some audio. Some audio, yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Very, very cool indeed. Um, and, and, you know, whilst I, whilst I was back to the plus pedal whilst i was spending a lot of time playing the plus pedal i spent so much time with the grez mendocino which we spoke about a couple of weeks ago that i'm, I'm gonna say it it's the best guitar i've ever played it is wow <laughs> it is it is absolutely brilliant so so i'm gonna keep it because there's i can't not have the mendocino in my life it is so good so wonderfully simple those those lola gold foils are so incredibly just gorgeous sound just rich detailed lovely so much so much low end from them as well even on the bridge pickup which i love um i mean i do think you know the the fact that it turned up tuned half a step down with 12s on it was just it it already played for me so much better than anything else um, yeah, they'd done their homework on you, wouldn't they? That's all I'll say. <laughs> you know, clearly, yeah. clearly they knew what they were getting themselves into. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know, because I, I, because I, I love the Mendocino so much. And dear listener, if you didn't listen to the episode a few weeks ago when we were talking about the Grez Guitars, do check them out, grezguitars.com. And obviously Blake Wyland, the Tone Mob, Mob host, is a big fan and has his own baritone. I think he has the Mendocino baritone. That is... Um, um, that is the one that I would have. I mean, going back on the website, and I, and I know we talked about these guitars, you know, a lot the other week, but black top baritone in the uh, the Mendocino. It, yeah, that that is the guitar I would have all day that, long. It's that's just what Blake so has. good. Yeah, I and I saw him post it a thing of him playing it the other day. It's been like absolutely, just absolutely the best. Although you know, if I was really going to have it to my own style, I'd just have one pickup. Oh, me too. I just have the bridge pick up. Yeah, I, I think just that just the bridge would be awesome. Um, but yeah, I saw Blake doing a video of him playing uh, playing his one, which is the Mendocino baritone. I was like, oh man, <laughs> so good. And and again, you know, like the other guitars we talked about today, just a bit different. Yeah, yeah, a bit anyway. yeah, a bit interesting. Enough of an edge, but still classic. Still got that kind of vintage vibe. Um, yeah, just everything about it build quality is incredible but you know I, I was playing it and and i loved it so much and yesterday i did have to take a trip to see friend of the podcast graham wheeler uh the the you know our friend who's a expert uh luthier in tech guitar tech um and just the, and just the bloody best and just the just, bloody best just He's a such good a fella man. just a good fella and and I hadn't seen him for a, a, a little while because, he, you know, he used to help me out. And he, with all he the... went, right, what rubbish you brought me this time then, Branton? <laughs> yeah, basically, the, the, t- the only time what I see... What old Japanese piece of crap yeah, have you brought that, me that I need to fix? It's when I get a palette of all the Japanese guitars and I get something that's absolutely wrecked. I'll be like, hi, Graham, are you about this afternoon? Can I drop <laughs> something round? And he, he, yeah, he did. I sort of did come round and, uh, and uh, to, you know, to give him a guitar to work on but it wasn't it wasn't any old japanese stuff it was my gibson es 175d 
because because I did list it. You know, I said I was going to list it on Reverb. I did put it up there. I put it up for like a, you know like a a, a pretty sort of top end price. An amount of money that you didn't think it would sell for, but if it did sell for, <laughs> you would have to sell it. Well, here's the thing: it, I, the amount I asked for was a lot, but also. Go find one then. They're nowhere. Not yeah, the ones yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. They, they only made like a couple of hundred. All right, mate, of them, calm so... down. I'm on your side. Yeah, I'm oh, your sorry. side. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jay, you listen to me. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. So, so I did put it up for a lot, but um, I, I, a fellow got in touch with me and was like, "Can I come down and uh, and, and play it?" So I was like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, if you have to. <laughs> If you, if you really want to. And he was like, well, you know, can you send some more pictures? Because I have to be sure about it because it's like a day's drive for me. And I said, oh. Wow. Okay. I thought you were going to say a day's wages. No, I, no. I really want it, but it's like a day's wages. I'm just like, it's just absolutely minted. Yeah. But but yeah, he did say that he was, uh, he'd probably uh, put 13s on it and stuff if, if he got it. And I knew it, it, I knew I only had 11s on that at the moment. So, um um, so I, I thought I'd give it to Graham and get it set up the way the guy wants to w- wants to play it, knowing how well that worked on me with the Gress guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I should go do it, so I went to see ever Graham. The, ever the salesperson, Joe. You can take the boy out of the shop, but you can't take the shop out of the boy. I tell you what. <laughs> exactly, but I, it was it was awful. I sort of you know I got the guitar out, and Graham was like, "Are you sure about this?" <laughs> it's so horrible it was awful it's the worst thing i've ever done but you know it's uh it's it's like so you have a house half, yeah it's almost half a deposit you know? yeah <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so it's uh so it's fine it's fine it's fine it's gonna be okay that's what it's that's gonna be great it's gonna be it's gonna be great look i i went through it i sold a load of stuff and you know, I was able to buy a house and uh, thankfully I'm now at a point where um, someone messaged me, someone sends me a low ball offer for stuff that I've got for sale. I just ignore it and um, <laughs> and I don't worry about it. It's, it's fantastic. So, I do, yes, yes, I do. I do find like, even though, you know, we know people like Mark Packham, all he does is put in low ball offers for things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, yeah. all day long. And, and And even I would occasionally do it. You know, still, if I receive a lowball, I'm like, I'm not even replying to this. Now, if this person even offers me a reasonable sum, I won't accept it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there was a bit. There was a bit of uh, a bit of talk about it on um, on one of the. I think it was maybe the Sixty Cycle Hum uh, Facebook group, which is. Um, if you're not familiar, it's uh, it's it's another guitar podcast, um, and uh, which, I know it's mad. I didn't realise they existed, but it, uh, someone was talking about it on there, and people were getting people were getting pissed off that basically uh, people out there do exactly what I do, which is just like just ignore it. People are like, <laughs> look, if, if I put in an offer, just just decline it if you don't want it. And I'm like, no. No, because you require you're, effort. You're you're mocking me. That's what you're doing. You're mocking me, or you're trying to take advantage of me. You're one or the other. Maybe you think I'm desperate, and I tell you what, I'm not desperate anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was for a while, but I'm not anymore. So uh, yeah, no, I, I I do feel a bit bad sometimes, but at the same time, I'm just like, look, the price is the price, mate. It's you're here or you're not. That's we are where we are, you know. So I yeah, uh, I took it a little bit far the other day. I forgot that I did this, but now I, here we go. You know, the the stories it. of oh, Joe Bradton's like vindictive nature is just is so funny to me <laughs> because you're like you're so nice. That's what I don't understand. Like you you're so nice in real life, and just the idea that anyone could drive you to be like upset about anything is just so bonkers. Well, th- th- thank you, thank you. Yeah, so... so. Th- oh, sorry, I thought that was Matt I was talking oh. to. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the so the, the other day I, I had been... I had been lowballed on a on a pedal and 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 I actually sort of responded, try, you know, tried to get, gave him an offer, tried to get it the price up a little bit, and he responded with the same offer. Now that annoyed right. me. Oh, that that, yeah, that me. is so annoying. So Come on, man. I I, re- I replied with my same sort of offer up, and then I sort of looked around and I was like, hold on, I'm about forty quid cheaper than anywhere else on the internet for this at the moment. <laughs> I was like, this, you know, you don't even need to look, like you're saving money just by buying it full price. But so I was like, well, I'm not. I'm just not going to respond. You know, that's 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 it. Then that's done. 
But then Just I walk had... Walk away, mate. Walk away. Walk away. I... Be the bigger man. Walk away. <laughs> well, exactly. But then I had a, an issue. I had something else going out where basically uh, UPS, I, I didn't do... I didn't realise I needed import paperwork for Northern Ireland, which still to me seems ridiculous, but, um, it, you know, as it's part of the same kingdom. But anyway, so UPS couldn't pick up another one of the packages and they were like, uh, they said, I, I said, well, I'll, I'll print off the documentation. Can you come back to collect? And they were like, well, you'll have to book another collection from that. So they said, that's fine. I'll do that. Went onto their website to book it. And they were like, yep, we, you can't book additional collections at this time. And I was like, oh, no, I need this to go out. So I was faced with this situation where the only way I could get UPS to collect this guitar was if they had to turn up for something else. So the only oh, thing no. I was like, oh, I could accept that guy's offer. And then I'd have to send that pedal out. I could do that. And he'd put the offer in and bear, bear in mind, he'd come up a bit. At this point, it's probably 15 quid less than I actually had it listed for. And I was like, <laughs> that'll be fine. That'll be fine. And then I was like, no, I'm not doing this. I'll just take the guitar down to the local UPS drop-off point instead, which is about 20 minutes away from here. <laughs> what, and you're so, just like carrying this guitar by, <laughs> by hand? Yeah. So I through, just did through a, through a West Sussex village? <laughs> yeah, so I did that instead. <laughs> Which unbelievable how far yeah. how far down the road did you get before you uh <laughs> regretted it, it all <laughs> no I, I stood 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 firm with my my beliefs yeah that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> such a loser such oh a loser. dear that's great i love oh, it oh well oh well anyway we should uh we should talk about a couple of news bits before uh before the end uh of this week's podcast and we're going to go off onto the patreon but let's talk about that north american guitar or whatever it is some of the cool stuff that's on there over on the patreon i, I think that'll be fun but let's uh let's talk about some news things some things that have come out um matt knight i was going to lead somewhere else but you're you're hovering over something so i, I do you want to I... lead with am i joe uh, i was just gonna well this is a quick one, but let's let's talk about these DIY uh, pets for um, pets. Projects. DIY pets. <laughs> DIY pets. Build your you own know, cat. Build your own cat. Build a bear, mate. Build a bear. Have um, have started <laughs> also doing pedals. You can go into a build a bear. You can sing, build... sing happy birthday to your daughter. Yeah, and then and then, uh, uh, and, then and then stomp on it, and it will. Uh, th- there we go. Happy birthday. Why hasn't that been done? Effects pedals where the housing is a soft toy. Well, I mean, what? Well, it's not going to last very long, are you? Well, you get those bears that you squeeze, and it like says something, don't you? Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, it I suppose you that, could do that. But with yeah, yeah. some circuitry, because there's plenty of padding in there. It's not like anything's going to get ruined. Hey, how, hey, what, what pedal board are you loading that onto? Well, I, a bit practical, I, isn't it? I might get one of these kits and see if I can do that. Just take the innards. St- stick it in a, in a Build-A-Bear. Yeah. Happy days. That might work. <laughs> might work. But, uh, oh, but yes, yes, uh, Aeon, Aeon. It's like all the vowels in there, Aeon. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Aeon, Aeon Effects, uh, which is a brand I've not really heard of before because I think actually they only make kits, so it's not something you realistically ever go and buy in a shop. But the cool thing is with these, they do a bunch of different kits based after different um, kind of iconic fuzz pedals. But the kits that you buy have sort of like more hand-sourced and, dare I say, rarer components um, than, you know, sort of the just the cheap kits that you might be able to buy on eBay or something like that. All of the circuit boards are re- like really nicely produced and all of the cases look really good as well. Yeah, they've Starting really got at their like, own specific look. It's like, you know, when, when you mm. get these... Um uh, the kits they te- it tends to be you know the the box that you expect often just in the sort of the the you know the mottled aluminium finish that they normally come in but there's some real attention to detail and uniqueness in the actual look of these pedals as well yeah yeah and i think um what's cool about these is, is you get the kit and they're saying and this is something that i sort of is drawing me to it is unparalleled documentation the build documentation for our kits is clear with 150 illustrations and diagrams lowering the barrier of entry for people who are new to the hobby so i, like I think it's always good because I like that a lot yes you should learn to read circuits and 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 all of that but you know you spend so much time just going what is what and i, I like the idea of buying a kit and and it being like real baby steps 
Sure, I mean, yeah, just I so want, you sort I of learn cir- what happens. I want circuit tab. That's what I want. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I don't. Zero I don't, zero I, zero zero one. Exactly. Three, four, five. Exactly. Yeah. 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 What 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 for is this? Oh, five. Okay. Yeah. No worries. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but they have they have a lot of kits. Um, yeah, I mean these fuzz kits are wonderful. Like there's you know they they're doing the silicon woolly mammoth, um, the Mastertron, and the um, the fuzz factory. Yeah, so I mean, a whole load of Zvex stuff. Yeah, they're sort of pulling no punches when it comes to uh, what it's based on. I mean they've got one here refractor kit underneath Clon Centaur, Rift kit <laughs> underneath Univox Super Fuzz, Solaris kit fuzz face it's like okay it's like what pedal do you want i want a tube screamer okay this is the kit you need to buy wow um wonder how they're allowed to do that i'm sure they aren't um (laughs) (laughs) but either way i think it's um these look like pretty cool kits really cool kits i I think i might get one i you know i I think i might get one and try and make something i know yeah uh, i mean i like it printed circuit board i mean literally on their website here printed circuit board boss bd2 I'm like okay 12 dollars. <laughs> build a bd2 here's the, here's the parts you need i'm like okay then oh, <laughs> um, but yeah i mean it all looks really high quality i think that's the thing all the circuit boards and everything so if you're new to uh to building pedals this might be a really good place to start yeah or buy a boss pedal you know i'm just saying <laughs> you could buy a bd2 i'm just you know just putting out there you can you can tell the may hadn't like read fully into this thing before going <laughs> yeah. before, yeah. before getting into the uh anyway anyway yeah, I, yeah. I i'm impressed that they managed to get all the controls from a fuzz factory onto the flare um they just about made it all the volume gate drive stab com- compressor body tone and soft control all on yeah. there, just about. I think um, what I've just realised as well is that you can buy the full kit, which comes with the sort of fully painted enclosures, foot switches and everything, or there's a bunch of just PCBs, and the PCBs are just, they're all ready and good to go. You just have to buy the components that you want to solder in, and oh. they do a lot more pedals, um, a lot more pedals uh, with that, which I think is kind of cool. If you know a bit more about what you're doing, you can just go in and buy the parts that you need. But yeah, really interesting. These PCBs are like twelve dollars. Wow. wow, this is um, really cool. I'm I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna get one of these Penumbra. Penumbra. Yeah, What's I like the words. What's that one? Uh, it's a it's a bass fuzz. Um, it's a woolly mammoth uh, and a Mastertron circuit with a switchable pickup simulator. Mm-mm. Ideal for that low-end v- rip of Velcro. Which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Boss what HM2. Uh, you, just, you love the sound of taking pedals off of a pedal board. Is that what that yeah, is? Just the tear of Velcro, just that sound. Yeah. It's just a sample pedal with that, yeah. with that sound. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it looks great. It looks great. I'm, uh, I'm, I think these are fantastic. Very exciting. Exciting mm. times. Indeed, but, uh, indeed. But yes, that is uh, that is actually just about all the time we've got on uh, on this week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast. So, dear listener, come and come and join us um, over on uh, over on patreon.com um, forward slash Guitar Nerds, where you know this week we're going to talk about the North American guitar or whatever, and we'll probably do some more news as well. Um, and you can you can become a Patreon supporter for as little as a dollar a month. At the dollar tier, you get this episode ad free and early every week. Five dollars gets you access uh, to the Patreon special episodes and our entire back catalogue. Ten dollars gets you a lot. Plus, I'll sing you my thanks at the end of every episode. And dear listener, if you are listening on the free version, let me know what you think of the new um, one hot minute segment that played about halfway through this and you know i'm trying to oh, yeah? What's that fill, fill that one out oh well it's it's a it's um they're they're sponsored so you're, you section. doing some you doing some uh red hot chili peppers covers. <laughs> yeah, exactly great it's exactly album. one hot minute what an album there's it's a sponsored segment so that that you know so different different brands are getting involved each week but it's basically like a, a minute it's a minute ish it's a couple of minutes demo of a product so i'll talk about it but i'll actually play the product so there's audio samples and things uh things like that um so yeah just you know trying trying out something new so dear listener let me know what you think of course you only get that on the free version because it's sponsored so if you're a patreon supporter then it's an ad so you get you don't get that because it's ad free ad free but anyway and early and early so let's uh, we're gonna head over to I'm so hungover. we're gonna head over to Patreon now thank you for listening you've been lovely we've been the guitar nerds farewell G-
Cheers, gang. Bye. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.